This is Rumble with Michael Moore. This is day eight of my special podcast mini-series entitled Blue Dots in a Red Sea. How to win when you're blue in a red state. This is episode number eight entitled Start Your Own Local Online Newspaper. Now, this is not something that uh, everybody obviously can do, but it's something that your community probably needs especially if you live in a red town, a red county, whatever, there may be no newspaper anymore. It went out of business sometime in the last decade or so, which means there's no local watchdog. And this is how the bad guys get away with a lot of the bad things they do because nobody's paying any attention. And that's not just newspapers. Local radio news is gone in many places. There is still local TV, but a lot of the news is just... It's not, I don't even know what to call it. It's not really news. So we can't have a democracy if there is no free press. There's no sense in having the First Amendment saying we believe in a free press when there is no press at all. So we have suffered, I think, as a result of the fact that there is very little local journalism going on these days, very little local investigative journalism, but also commentary, editorials, columns, opinion. This is all vital for a thriving democracy to have an exchange of ideas, to have a place to go, to find out what's going on, to have people in the community who are committed to discovering the what, what of everything and telling you about it and engaging you. And now in a lot of places, perhaps where you live in a red area, uh, they do have local media, but it's all right wing. It's right-wing talk radio. It's some awful white supremacist newsletter. It's not good. So you may need this, even if they do have something, it's not the place for everybody to go. And why I'm making this one of our 12 episodes is because I do feel very strongly about this. And I realize a lot of you listening to this are thinking, well, I mean, I can't start an online paper. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. I don't have the skills to do that. I want to encourage you to at least consider it or get together with some friends. Hopefully you're starting to think about forming your local blue group and everybody's going to need to do something. And we've talked about some of the things, but maybe this is something, you know, because the other things uh, you don't have the time or the skills to do, but you can write. Everybody can write. It doesn't mean everybody's a great writer or whatever, but you can report, you can tell a story, you can tell us the facts of what's going on. You could also give us your opinion. As humans, one of the things that we do is we're storytellers. We actually not only know how to do it, we enjoy doing it. We enjoy listening to others tell their stories or reading their stories. And yes, there are ways to improve on your ability to tell a story in terms of connecting the dots and having the right introduction to what you're talking about and having the story build to a certain place, all of those things. But I think that just like riding a bike, you can get good at that by just simply doing it and doing more of it. 
And I think that if the community, if the town, if the area you live in lacks this voice, you need to create it or you need to get others to do it with you. But you could do it tonight. Just appoint yourself the editor and publisher of this local blue paper that you're going to put out there. And here's the great thing about the time we live in. You don't need a printing press. You don't need a typesetting machine. We live in the digital age. You can do this on your phone. You don't need to be a website designer. You don't need to do any of that right now. Various entities have provided us with a means to write our story and put it up and share it. Whether it's places that maybe some of us don't necessarily want to support, like Facebook or whatever, but Facebook is there. Instagram is there. There are these means of communication where you can write your stories. I mean, it's a place to start. It doesn't cost you anything. It does not cost to join Facebook. It does not cost you, once you have a phone or a laptop or someplace to type, you can start typing. If you don't know how to type, you have index fingers. And if you know the alphabet, you can start typing some words. I know I'm breaking this down to the absolute lowest bar possible here, but I'm just saying that, I, look, I get so many letters, so many emails, postings, comments, et cetera, from many of you, all of you, sometimes it feels like. I love reading them. I mean, I just think, God, there are so many good writers. These people don't even know, probably know how good of a writer they are. Sometimes you'll send me something, I'll go back and read it two or three times because I just enjoyed reading it. Somebody sent me something today It was a letter that he wrote to his son, and it was just entitled, I Matter. He wanted to just share with his son, first of all, how much his son matters to him, but that the the whole concept of mattering starts with yourself and knowing that you matter, not be so down on yourself. You know, yes, it's important for all of us to have that self-critical button in our heads, but that oftentimes stops us, blocks us from saying and doing the things that we need to do. We're afraid to make a mistake. We're afraid to look foolish. All those fears that enter into us and then we don't, we can't get off the dime. We can't start because we're so judgmental of ourselves. But if we start with the attitude that, you know, most people are actually quite forgiving and maybe you're not the best speller in the world, you know, that usually improves the more you just, again, write or the more you read. But I'm, I'm, I'm getting away from the main point here, which is that We are all storytellers. You can write. You know how to put words together. And there are stories that are happening in your town, in your area right now, that are not being covered. There are politicians getting away with murder. There are wrongheaded decisions being made. If you start to go to these city council meetings or school board meetings, you'll see that. And you're going to want to write something, but you got to have a place to go. So as we talked about a podcast or two ago here this week about your local blue group here, you've divided up this year's school board meetings. There's 12 meetings this year, and two of you are going to pick one month and go to that month's meeting and then report back. Where do you report back to? Well, you've got to have a place to write this up. What if your group had its own paper? What if you became the only paper in town? And by paper, I don't mean, you know, printing it out on paper, though that is an option. And we can talk about that some other time when I'm not doing a, when I'm not doing a 12 to 15 minute podcast, which then turns into 20 minutes. I'm just saying an online paper doesn't cost money. 
It does take a little time, but you could just start. You could just start now. You could turn this off right now and just say, I'm going to write the first editorial here for the Red Snake County, call it the Red Snake County Voice paper that I started in Flint in, when I was around uh, 22 years old. Myself and a group of friends, we just decided, I, I was a subscriber to the Village Voice. Okay, so I'm living in Flint, Michigan, and I'm getting the, the newspaper from New York sent to me. And at one time I went into the post office, the postmaster said to me, you know, you're, you're only one of two people that gets this newspaper, the Village Voice in Flint. <laughs> and I said, oh my God, who's the other one? I got really excited. <laughs> I didn't, I said, who's the other one? Well, that's confidential. <laughs> I said, oh no. So there's another Village Voice reader in Flint, Michigan. Damn, how will I ever find this person? Anyways, enough of that. But you could do this. You could do this right now. You could write the first editorial. You could write a New Year's message. And you know what? Call it the voice. We called it the Flint voice. And I put out the Flint voice. It, there it grew to become the Michigan voice. But I did that for almost a, a decade back in the late 70s and in the 80s. And uh, I remember we, we could finally afford to put up a billboard. And it was a copy of the front page of the Flint voice. And it just said, in times like these, we need a voice. And that is true wherever you're living, especially if you're living in a red state. Your area needs a voice. You need a paper. You need a paper. You need an online paper. You need to get a few friends together to do it. And one of them is going to say, you know what? I want to be the first investigative reporter of the Durango voice, of the Edina voice, of the Minot voice, you know. And that first person that says, I'm going to do an investigation into the, the county's water system. And what is this water that we're drinking and how safe is it? And you'll find very easy ways to discover obtainable information from the government, filing Freedom of Information Act requests, and then doing your own, just you just get a water testing kit and you test the water. I mean, sometimes it is as simple as that. Sometimes it's not. It must seem complicated. What are you talking about putting out a paper? I know it sounds crazy complicated, but it isn't. If you did this, if you vetted the candidates, I mean, what better example than what we're dealing with this week with this guy from Long Island got elected in New York, George Santos. <laughs> He's a completely made up person. I even question whether or not that's his name or that he even exists. That this could just be some kind of weird performance art by some right winger. But he got elected on a complete lie. Everything was a lie that he said. And he just kept making more and more lies. He thinks somebody would have said something. The New York Times used to have more local pages, local news. It's way down now. So who covers, you know, Long Island's got few million people out there. So it is a long island. It's like 100 miles long. But in fact, they do have this little weekly called the North Shore Leader. North Shore Leader. It's a Republican-leaning paper. They endorse Republicans, and they were vetting the candidate who was going to be the Republican on the ballot because they wanted to endorse him because he's a Republican. And then they, they check into it, and they find out this is all made up. He's making up. He never worked at Goldman Sachs. He never went to NYU. And then, you know, since then, we've all the other lies. He's not Jewish. His grandparents didn't die in the Holocaust. All this stuff that he's made up. His mother died because of 9-11. I 
But this little paper that has a circulation of, I think, just a few thousand people that log on to the North Shore leader on the North Shore of Long Island, they did the whole story. They did the whole story back in September. They said, this guy is bizarre, he's unethical, and he's a fake. And the Times, Newsday, the papers that do exist, they didn't pick up on it. You know that people that work at the Times or Newsday live on the North Shore of Long Island. Nobody saw this. See, that's the other thing. You can start the paper, but you got to make sure people read it. You got to make sure people get out, get it out. Now, trust me, people on the North, North Shore of Long Island are going to read the North Shore Leader from now on. They even had to apologize after they did the investigation on him because they wanted to endorse him because he's the Republican. They said, we are reluctantly endorsing the Democrat for Congress, Robert Zimmerman, not Bob Dylan. This guy's name is Rob. So is Dylan's, but you know what I'm saying. They endorsed the Democrat, Robert Zimmerman, reluctantly, they say. This is after they've exposed all this stuff about George Santos. But they did it. And you need to have that where you live, especially if you live in a red area. And then you need to make sure people are reading it. You get it out and you make it free. This is going to be an all-volunteer effort. And you you need to build toward doing investigative journalism, not just opinion stuff. News, what we used to call news, real news, facts. Remember them? Facts. But you could do this. You could start it. You and your friends could start it tonight. You could start it as soon as this podcast is finished, or you could just stop listening to me right now and just start up wherever you are in some god-awful place in Ohio. No offense to Ohio. Sorry, that's just the Michigan in me. But um, use the name voice. It's a good, it's a good word in a democracy, voice. I want to really encourage people to see this. Even if you live in a blue area, so you're, you're not getting news. You're not getting local news. You're not getting the stuff you should be getting. Nobody's investigating. Nobody's a watchdog. You have to be the watchdog. And if nobody in your group is going to do it, then you have to appoint yourself as the watchdog. You can't wait for things to happen. You have to make them happen. You have to do it. And you have to trust yourself that, yes, you may not be the best writer. You may not be the best storyteller. You'll get better at it. And you'll attract other people who are really good at it. And you'll you'll glom onto them. They'll glom onto you. And this will be a good project to do as a bunch of blue dots who are trying not to drown in a sea of red. Start it tonight. Think about it. Write the first editorial. You can do that. Just a paragraph or two. That's all. If you decide to call it the, the voice, the Red Snake County voice, you know, get the URL. It's just a few bucks for it. You've got it. You name it. You own it. And you run it as a collective. Run it as a co-op of people. Yes, somebody has got to proofread it. Somebody's got to be the editor. Somebody's got to, you know, yes. But don't worry about the, all that stuff now. Just friggin' do it. We need a free press. No free press, no democracy. Sorry, that's the rule. I want you to do this. And thanks for listening to me badgering you and encouraging you to do this. You need to find out who the George Santos like, or should I say the George Santo-ish politicians are in your area you know they're not telling the people the whole truth. 
you need to dig in there and find out what it is. But tonight, just a one paragraph editorial announcing the South Shore voice. Thanks, my friends, for listening to this. We'll be back tomorrow, the next episode of Blue Dots in a Red Sea. Oh,